twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. This last weekend was our annual trip to Vegas with all our San Francisco friends. It's the gay and the straight friends. Yeah, mostly gay friends. Right. But I mean, I, I, I made a straight friend. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I know that you, you know, you're very proud of the fact that you sometimes hang out with non-gay people. I try to save them and convert them so that they can go to the gay heaven with us. Well, that's good. And yeah. I had to tell you, I was, uh, you know, I'm a little superstitious, you know, and I think, you know, like, not, not, not superstitious, like, you know, I got to wear a horseshoe around my neck or anything like that. But I mean, like, you know, I see how the trip is starting out and I think, yeah, you know, is this going to be a good trip or is this going to be a bad trip? That was scary at the beginning. But I have to tell you, you know, one thing about Vegas, though, is, you know, I love Vegas and I always have a good time in Vegas. And, you know, I, I don't gamble. I'm, I don't drink. I'm not doing any of these things. I'm not partying in Vegas, but I have a good time anyway. And my parents are so like they can't understand what the attraction is with Vegas at all. I mean, what's not to like about overweight white people smoking constantly and gawking at things. What's not to like about that? Well, you mentioned at the beginning of, of your dialogue, or actually your monologue, I should say, that you're superstitious. But what was weird, I mean, and I almost forgot about this. When we were going to leave from Burbank to fly out to LAX, uh, sorry, fly to um, Las Vegas, we had, you know, we've, we're like, you know, B tickets or something like that, or we're now in B, you know, 48 or something like that for loading because we went Southwest. And as we're, you know, going to board the plane, they had literally five TSA agents and like what the fuck is that And they're standing around and I was getting a little nervous like why the fuck are there so many of them here I didn't even notice until you pointed it out and I'm like going what the heck and then I saw them start to check out people and it's kind of creepy I didn't know what they're doing I mean it's really really weird yeah they were a lot of them but they were just hanging about I mean they didn't look nervous they didn't look like they were looking for anybody they're checking things out because when people are boarding the plane you noticed it that this was Virginia's first assumption which she is wrong they're pulling over any any guy um, that had like um, a bag that hangs down like a, a, a male purse. Well, you know, I had to say. I, and I'm, blondes. That's how it started off with blonde guys. I'm observant. Mm-hmm. I look for patterns. And so I'm trying to figure out. I mean, they're standing there. As the people are going through the doorway with their boarding pass, that's when they're pulling people out of the line. So we've already been through security. I've already been, you know, ass raped through security. Yeah, I was told to bend down and squat and cough to see if I had anything in my vajayjay. Right. I think that I think they're checking for things in your asshole, not your vajayjay. But, honey, if they touch your vajayjay, I'm glad you. I hope you had a good time. I tipped her. Oh, good. Okay, well that's good. So yeah, so I'm like making up in my head. I'm seeing, you know, okay, skinny white guys, very tall, shoulder bag. So I'm thinking, okay, that's the pattern. They must have some tip off. That some freak is getting on the plane. And this was Virginia's whole mindset. So I'm watching, and then there's a brunette guy that got checked out. But he had a shoulder bag. I'm like, well, maybe she's the shoulder bag thing. And he's a white guy. And he's a white guy. Talk about racial profiling. So we're going forward, and no one has been checked at all. I go up there. I give the ticket. She goes, no, you need to talk to the TSA person. Next thing you know, they're opening my backpack. See, now. I'm going through it. And, you know, I think they wanted to touch my boobs. Because I, they just did the vajayjay before. I think they said, oh, there, white male with uh, something on his oh, shoulder. Oh, fuck you. And then, fuck you. Oh, oops, it's got tits. Well, no, because I have, I, you know, my hair's like medium length. I don't, you know what I'm going to do? So I'm going to get my hair cut short again. Fuck it. Go ahead. I liked it when it was short, personally. Oh, you did? Actually, yeah. there, there was, it was easier, I think. But they, I didn't think I looked like a guy, but we ended up on the plane. Yeah, back to short hair. Yeah, you don't spend nearly as much time make, in the bathroom making love to your hair dryer as you do when you have short hair. Actually, I have the hair dryer going, and you don't know I've got a vibrator in there. So I just turn that 
the blow dryer on and then I just did all myself after I had my orgasm then I you know clean the vibrator up put it in the hidden compartment in the um, bathroom and then I turned the blow dryer off I don't know why you can't do it in front of me because you know I think that's hot oh you didn't tell me that not the hair dryer you know the vibrator part yeah so after being felt up and then I got on the plane what ended up happening is is they, they ask you, you know, do you guys want drinks or something? Virginia's just, she's out of it. She has her little Walkman on. She's listening to Keith and the girl. Leave her alone type deal. I want to have a soda because I need some energy. That's my energy drink. I go to put down my tray table and it looks like some fucking drunk person just ripped it out. So it's just dangling on. I took a picture of it and I put it on my phone. But I was just like, what the fuck? So then I had to use Virginia's tray table to put my soda on. It was a pain in the ass. Yeah, so that's, yeah, so I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, signs, maybe signs, maybe like this is going to be a fateful trip. Yeah, it didn't look very good. But, but no, it really didn't turn out to be that way. In fact, when we got to the rental car counter, now normally we get to the rental car counter and it takes forever, takes hours. Empty. Not, Not this time, empty. And then Roxanne met a friend there, which was, which was great. She met a nice lady. She upgraded us to the car I hate the most, one of those little... No, it wasn't the PT Cruiser, but she upgraded it to something else. Yeah, it's the... It's which is the, the wannabe PT Cruiser. Yeah, right. It's like GM's PT Cruiser or something like that. But it was so much nicer the way it drove. It really was. It was better than the PT Cruiser in regards to the, the drive and the noise level. All that stuff was a lot better than PT Cruiser. I don't know. It's like, it, to me, and either of those cars is like driving on a toilet bowl with wheels. But if you have to go to the bathroom, you can just you don't even have to move. Sounds like it's flushing constantly. But... So th- that was good. Now, here's one I know. Now, see, back to my signs. I, I knew that our luck was going to change because we checked into our hotel, and our hotel was very nice. And we're, we just checked in, and we're starting to walk down the hall towards the elevators. And what do I see coming at me? Mullet. Miss Mullet 2011. Oh, she's fucking awesome. She, you know, if we if we had the things for, like, the Olympics, she'd get a 10. Actually, I'd give her 11. I'd throw, even though you're only supposed to do 10, I'd give her 11. She got extra credit for her mullet, I have to tell you. And, you know, it occurred to me, I mean, our, our friend Melissa would be really disappointed we didn't get the camera out and take a picture, but it, it occurred to me as she was walking by, it, in 2011, if you're still wearing a mullet. Rocking it. Rocking a mullet. You, you're seriously committed to that thing. It's not just like a random haircut. It's not just like, I think I'll do this. You are fucking committed to the mullet. She gelled the shit out of that she thing. She gelled the shit out of that thing. But, you know, she, when she goes to the hairdresser, I'm sure she knows exactly how much comes off the sides, exactly how long the top is supposed to be, and exactly how long the back is supposed to be. You know, this is this is a three-length haircut. She knows every morning when she gets up and she styles that thing, and she does style it, she's got to put a little, like, poof, almost like she's got to bump it in the top of it. She's got to gel out the sides. I have to disagree with the, the bump it on top. It's more like a Billy Idol thing. You know what it is? She taught Polly D how to do the gel and shit. In the the blowout. Yeah, yeah. blowout. She I, did I a blowout. But it occurred to me. I mean, she re- I mean, she takes care of that thing. She probably puts it up in a net at night so nothing happens to it overnight. But I mean, she gels that shit out. I mean, she has got it down. You don't just wear a mullet today. If you got a mullet, you're working that thing. I thought she was a total muff diver because I can't imagine a straight girl would, would do that. In my mind, originally what I thought when I first saw her is construction worker somewhere in the Midwest and she walks on those beams when they're building up uh, apartments and shit. She's like a fucking hard ass bitch. Then she had her boyfriend, her husband, and I'm like, damn. Yeah, I didn't get all that. All I, I was just fixated on the mullet, how every hair was gelled precisely into place. The 80s didn't stop with her, that's for sure. No, man, she kept it rocking on. But from there, we went from like mullet woman, then we met our friends at the Hard Rock Casino, and they have, and they've done this every time, and now I'm starting to, to get into this thing, 
where they rent like a gazebo. Yeah, cabana. Cabana. Holy shit. We showed up. Our friends are now, you know, been drinking for a while because they they were there the night before. So they're partying at the pool. And, you know, they, they know Brittany, who's the waitress that they have. Like, hey, Britt, how you doing? Slamming ass. Okay, let me tell you something. Everybody, everybody except us, what at that pool was like slamming. I mean, hot. Hot is it? It was off the charts. It was off phenomenal, the, or as Tina would say, it's, it was off the rails. I mean, it was the kind of hot where I mean, it takes your breath away. I mean, like you, I mean, you see these girls and just like completely involuntarily stopped breathing. It was so hot. I mean, I think I got instantly so moist that it probably dripped down my thigh. I, I thought you put lotion on, but I told because I talked to my dominatrix who I think has a very nice body, and I said. And I was trying to tell her how hot these chicks were. I go, give you an idea. I go, you've got a good body. And, and she has. I mean, she works out. She, she does. She, she has a very nice body. I go, but if you were there, you'd look like Betty White. I mean, because these women were fucking awesome. Oh, we totally brought down the ugly quotient. They probably have like someone sitting in the corner going, you know, no more ugly people. For God's sakes, no more average to ugly people. They're bringing down like, you know. The, the real estate. Yeah, they're, they're to- we totally were bringing it down. In fact, when I sat down... My moisty rolling down my thigh was like, you know, the guy equivalent, the straight guy equivalent of this would be like getting such an in- instant big hard on that it would rip your shorts. You know, kind of like the Hulk when he'd get all big, all of a sudden his clothes would rip off. You'd get such a such a gigantic and, and quick boner that would probably just rip your shorts. I, I um, made another friend and these people I love, they're my new they're my new, she doesn't know this yet, but she's my new best Christian friend, straight Christian friend, loved her. Funny lady, bonded with her and bonded with her husband. And we had offensive t-shirt nights. And I have to just just tell you this, I'm not gonna get into all the different t-shirts, but her husband is fucking awesome. And it's gonna be something that I'm gonna be using as a regular thing. He had a shirt that said, I would call you a cunt, but you lack the depth and the warmth. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. It brought tears to my eyes. And my new friend, she had a shirt, you know, has anybody seen Mike Hunt? And that makes me laugh. And then, so of course I'm saying Mike, yeah, I saw Mike Hunt in the shower and I didn't invite him in there, but Mike Hunt was with me. So it was very funny. And, and, and we had stupid ones in comparison. I, I, I need to bring it up, but I love them. I, I love my San Francisco friends. They don't know that they're my new best straight friends that are Christian, but they are. Well, they, they were telling us that they had these shirts of the weekend when oh. we were at the Hard Rock. And I'm thinking to myself, right, come on. You, you, you people don't even know funny. But when, You don't know rude, offensive shirts. Yeah, but when, when he showed up with the depth and warmth of the vagina and have you seen Mike Hunt? Unbelievable. Yeah, I, hands down. I had to give him the prize. The last thing that I thought is because I bonded with these these straight people that are Christian and stuff like that. And she's in the gay-straight alliance. I mean, she's just a wonderful woman. The, the husband, I don't he didn't really get into it. But so I, I, I was in a very like loving mood and, and the prop eight seemed a lot less. And I was just so easy going. It was just very, very happy. And Virginia wanted to play a slot machine. Well, here's, here's the thing that I have to say before, before you even get there. I have to say that the thing I always say to Roxanne is like, Roxanne, I don't know why every time we step out of the house, some crazy shit happens to us. I mean, you know, crazy finds us. And she's, oh no, you know, stuff happens to everybody. It's not just you. You're just more observant of shit. And I'm like, I don't buy it. So yeah, there we are at the casino and we're going to meet our friends. And and I'm just, you know, I'm just like, hey, I got a dollar in my pocket. Let me throw a dollar into the slot machine. I've got a dollar makes, in my pocket and I want to rock it. Because that makes me totally happy. That's the kind of gambling I do. I know, big spender. I have to bring my, you know, little player's club card down, put it's it in so the machine for the dollar. Yeah, you do. But so 
So she's sitting down and she wants to play these games. I cannot do games like that because I could, you know, dump in tons of money. I can't stop. You know, it's like if you had a chocolate souffle, I can't stop. It's not going to happen. So Virginia's doing that. I'm waiting for her. But you were very good because you were you were sitting, you were actually standing. I was sitting, you were standing right next to Being me. Supported. Looking over my shoulder. And all of a sudden, from like a row of machines over, we hear this guy go, Wheel of homos! And I like, I, I freeze instantly because there's these Wheel of Fortune slot machines but and you weren't aware of that at that time well i know you, that they exist right but what i when i heard that i turned the fuck around and i looked i mean i was kind of like whiplash it was just just a and i was turning around but not only that but i mean you your neck snapped around so fast i didn't turn around and now i'm like i i knew that you you had turned around that quickly and I can feel you staring at this guy, and I'm just like, oh my God, Roxanne, don't start a fight, don't start a fight. I refrained from having a fight, and I, and I was so, I was, first of all, I, I checked those people out. There was two straight guys, two straight white guys that probably needed to be checked on Southwest, because I'm sure that they have a man purse. And I think if you're that insecure that you have to say, oh, you know, it's this, or that. I mean, if it's a homo guy, if it's a gay guy saying it, then it's okay. If it's a lesbian saying it, it's okay, then I just kind of laugh. These are two straight guys that, you know, had issues. And I, you know, I came so close because I wanted to repeat what Chris said is I wanted to go over there and tap him on the shoulder and go, I'd call you a fucking cunt, but you lack the depth and the warmth of that. And besides that, you probably never even had a fucking cunt and then walk away. I oh refrained from doing that. I, it pissed me off. And I, I had to get back into my little zone. I love everybody. I just hate them. You know, it, it's so funny because, it, you know, it occurred to me later that I, they were playing, well, it occurred to me right then that they were playing the Wheel, Wheel of Fortune, Fortune slot machine and you know what they probably didn't even see us roll up and i'm sure they weren't even talking about us they just thought they were being funny and they're probably no, drunk but, from the night but here before it, is. It, it shows you that it's okay to make fun of people that are gay but if they said you know wheel up and then you choose anything if you're saying jews blacks hispanics whatever it is the, the derogatory term for that they would never say that and you know why because they know that they can't but to say homo in a negative way they don't fucking care and it's still okay and, you know, it does get better. And when it gets better, all you have to do is look at them and you go, you know what, you're staying in a shitty hotel. Fuck you. Or your wife is cheating on you. Fucking, you know, your best friend or your brother. Fuck you. Actually, There's things like that. Or you've got a small dick. Or you're living the straight life and you're really a homosexual and you have issues. Kind of like, you know, Bachman's husband. But, you know, there's no proof on that. That's what I assume. I don't want to get sued. I just got all excited because I thought maybe there was a wheel of homo slot machine and I was sure I could dig up another dollar out of my pocket. If there was one like that, then I'd let you play. I'd have to take it home. But fuck those guys. Those guys are assholes. Yeah. And it was too early for them to be drunk. I have to tell you though, all in all, great weekend, very drama free, very mellow. What I liked, what I got out of that is that, you know, I have my new Christian friends up in Northern California who I love now. So that's the positive thing and they're straight and so forth and they don't judge people, which is important. If you go to the Hard Rock... You have to be at the pool. What was it? Um, what was the name of the pool? Because they have two pools. Who cares? You'll find it. You'll know. There's two pools. There's one that's fucking... Look, you'll know. Shit, I can't remember it. Recovery, whatever. You'll know. Rehab. Rehab. You want to go to the pool that says rehab. Rehab is Bitch only on Sunday. You'll know where the pool is with fucking the hot awesome. people. It was Saturday. Actually, Saturday, it was Friday. Friday. Friday yeah. with the hot people. Awesome. Go. Bye. Bye. Bye.